Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's going to throw. Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! <laughs> Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They rubbish. There's buggers over here. <laughs> Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British. We bastards. beat the British. Second Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20. Down. Five. Touchdown. Kentucky. Jesus, Rash. Get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday to you. July 21st, 2023. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Hope you're having a great start to your day. Happy Friday to you. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here. Actually, Nick Roush isn't here. And we wanted to start today's show. Turns out the wife found out about the long hair woman. Roush is hoping to jump in at some point, but we don't know where he's going to be. It's uh, it's not a good situation. So, Scoots, how are you? How was how was your Thursday? How you doing? Oh, oh, Roush is here. Roush is here. Roush okay, is good. here. Good. Okay, we can get it. We can get into some of that. Uh, Scoots, how was your Thursday? What's it, up? It was good. I uh, didn't do a whole lot. I went to work, but there wasn't a whole lot for me to do. So I kind of just sat around for four hours, just uh, getting that easy money. So I won't complain about that. And then I went home and just did a whole bunch of nothing. Watched some TV, some quarterback, uh, drank a couple brews, went to bed about 9.30. So it was, a, it was a pretty typical night for me. I'm ready for today. It's Friday. My, what was this, the third to last radio show I got to do before vacation. I'm down to two hotel shifts and three radio shifts. So that's that's how I've been keeping track of it here the last couple of days. So I'm, I'm in a great mood. It's It's Friday. Love Fridays. But who's counting? How how, who's, how who's long counting? you got till vacation? <laughs> I'm half expecting Roush's voice to be like, "Fellas, how are we doing today?" Let's find out, Roush. Oh, the suspense is killing me. <laughs> is Roush there? Really, now he's really just going to make us wait for it, I suppose. <laughs> okay, are you there, buddy? Oh, okay. Hot start to this morning. (laughs) Hot start to this morning. Scoots, I went to a concert last night. Sweet. Who was it? I don't really go out much, per se. Fits in the Tantrum. Ever heard of them? Um, I have only from you. Or you or Roush. One of of you have mentioned them in the past. You probably recognize a couple of their songs. Um, They've got some catchy songs. But yes... 
first time going to the Iroquois Amphitheater for a show. That was my Thursday night. It was a good time. It good. was fun. They, nice. they put on they put on a good show. All right, I think Roush is here. We can hear him. I, we, I think we can hear him. Yes, yes, I can hear you. And the voice is, is somewhat normal. Like, wow. Yeah, great, you sound great. Still not bad. Yeah, I mean that, that. You know, it's relative. But uh, yeah, yeah, made it back. Uh, got a solid night's sleep. Um, although I did do the thing where like I haven't slept in my bed lately. So like it's welcome, but also my back is like, wait, what is what are you doing to me right now, buddy? Get your get your stuff together. So I also hadn't walked in my office in a few days, and it smelled like I, I'm I'm looking around. I think the dog pooped in here or something. It just it's it's a very weird smell. So I don't know. I'm gonna have to investigate during the break. That's that's all always the worst is a smell that you you can't really pinpoint, but it's really bad. Yeah, it's bad enough where you need to figure out where it's coming from. That's just not a fun feeling to have. And we all have had it. Yeah, and some of it maybe, like, you know, it's very damp, very humid outside. So, like, that can make things smell just a little off. Um, you know, might just need the fan rolling a little bit in here. But I, I don't know. Something something was off. Uh, kind of like if, um, if, you've, if you've left the house empty and you come back to your house and it stinks, that, that's the... That's the worst feeling because that just means you got used to the smell of your smelly house and you didn't notice it until you left it for a few days. Yeah, that's that's kind of along those lines, but that that's but crossing over to a different conversation, which is true. You don't you don't want to have a stinky house. Uh, going into people's houses every day, Roush, I, I hmm. go into some stinky ones. Yeah, I'm sure. We've talked about it here on the show. Like if you if you have a cat, there's a ninety percent chance your house stinks a little bit. It's yeah. a, a little stinky. I'd say if you have a dog, it's probably sixty to seventy percent that your yeah. house stinks a little bit. Uh, Especially think- if there's carpet and like the the dan that, that amplifies it because the the hair and the dander is just going to stick to it. And uh, our house, I mean, my house probably stinks a little bit from time to time, but. Candles help. You can always do flowers. Flowers are good to have around the house to, to help kind of mask some smells. But yeah, we we uh, some people's houses they stink. I don't know if people know it. Don't know if people even care about it, Roush. That's a whole other thing. Is that they may just not even care. Yeah, yeah, that too. Or they just get used to it. Um, I, I did need to ask a follow up about your Aircore Amphitheater experience. Um, did you did you do the thing where you tried to sneak down close for uh, for the show? And did you perchance uh, partake and uh, check out Colonial Gardens uh, ahead of the show? So no Colonial Gardens ahead of the show. We first timers, obviously. We we walked through the amphitheater for the pumpkin thing. Uh, the wife said, but when she was younger, she saw some plays at the amphitheater or something. But this was both of our first concerts there. Uh, so we wanted to get there early enough to just kind of check it out, get our bearings about us, uh, see what all the fuss was about. And we weren't, we didn't, you know, we were going to probably get a snack or two and get some drinks and just, and just hang out, get there early. So, but we also had to get the baby and get her all ready to go. So I'd say yeah, we ended up tough. getting there at like 645, 640 ish. So we wouldn't have had enough time to go eat beforehand 
Um, but we did get there early. And so we went, we grabbed a spot. Surprising both of us, it wasn't very crowded of a concert. Like the lower bowl was pretty much full, but not 100% full, but probably yeah. about like 98% full. And then the upper level was like, two to five percent full it, yeah, there's, there's yeah. nobody up there so uh there's chances of rain too so we were like all right well we want to get undercover and again we didn't get there we weren't the earliest people there but we definitely didn't get there late by any means so we had most of the place to pick where we wanted to see where we wanted to sit with few exceptions and took i think it was your advice somebody's advice to sit on the aisle um, just easier to get in and out that way. So we got a nice aisle seat. We were undercover. We were very close. I was shocked how close we were going to see. We saw it was Fitz and the Tantrum, which is not like the biggest band in the world, but we saw them in Columbus during the pandemic. And it was one of those like car shows where, ah, you know, I like, remember tail- that. yeah, it's like you tailgated and then they were on a stage, but we were really far away for them just because that's kind of how the parking lot set up that way. But that was actually a lot, a lot of fun. And this was a lot of fun, but we were very, very close. But we found out why, like, where we were sitting was so open is because about, like, 10 minutes after we had sat down, the sun poked through the clouds. And Uh, we were in one of, like, 20% of the seats in the amphitheater that were just getting roasted by the sun. (laughs) It eventually went down far enough, so we were only in it for about an hour. But I did – I was pretty sweaty. (laughs) And then we kind of got in this weird spot, Roush, where – we were behind these two people that were probably in their a very interesting crowd. You, you had very young people, you had very old people, and just uh, interesting folks all the same. I'm sure that's probably pretty normal at a, a show at Iroquois Amphitheater that you see quite the collection of folks. But we had these people in front of us. They were probably like in their 60s, and all they wanted to do was just like dance the night away. and. Nothing wrong with that. You're at a concert. That's fine. Um, the The seat that I had, I could sit and see like the the entire show. I think I had one of the best seats in the house because I was like, I get to sit. I get to see everything. These people dancing in front of me, they're kind of off to the side where I can kind of just like lean ever so slightly and boom, I've got the whole stage right there in front of me. Just kind of the way the seats had set up. The wife, she was right behind them, probably not as good as a view. I offered to have to switch like 15 times and she was like, no, no. But what she did say, Roush, she was like, I do want to just kind of stand up though. Like it's a concert. I don't really want to be sitting down. And I was like, I, I totally understand that. And I was like, we can, we can stand up. There were kids behind us though. Oh, like very it's... little kids. And like, you know, anywhere from probably like mm. three to eight, there, there were kids there, Roush, that were, under a year old i was like i mean that's wild i appreciate like parents trying to introduce their kids to live music but i mean i think i probably went to one concert before i was a teenager yeah you know like that's that's tough (laughs) there's there's kids that grow up going that 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 just that's what their memories with some of their parents are like going to music festivals and going to concerts and doing that stuff so i've got nothing against it i just like we were seeing kids and we were like, oh, I guess after all, we probably could have brought Lucy here if we wanted to. It would have been hours after her bedtime, but uh, I guess it probably would have been feasible. So long story short, we didn't want to stand um, in front of these kids. So we ended up moving to another spot eventually. So so she could stand up and 
Uh, obviously, I wasn't going to make her stand up alone. And but I'm just not a huge concert guy. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, you you've mentioned that, that before. To, you get people that go to sporting events that aren't huge, like sporting events people. But the extent of me at a concert is like I'll stand and like bop my head and you know maybe like slap my slap my hip, do a little <laughs> hip slap or something like that. But you're never going to really find me getting like totally and completely lost in the music at a concert. Like some folks do. I, I totally like understand doing the, um, down because if you see me at like a sporting event, you may see me, you know, like on my knees. I go crazy or something like that. So I get it. Different strokes for different folks. But we had a good time. It was a really cool setup. I get why people like the Iroquois Amphitheater. I, I like doing the kind of like Bernie, where you're just like looking your head up and kind of just swaying like to the music. That that that's a fun. Uh, oh yeah. Concert move. Um, I do think I know like why that show wasn't as popular alicia keys was also playing and it was only 20 bucks to get in the door to go see her downtown so if you're a concert person and you had two choices it's yeah you know i yeah you, you had multiple choices and no offense to fits in the tantrums i bet they're more likely to come back here more uh recently than alicia keys will be so um but i'm glad at least you got to experience got to dip your toe into it um because air Corps amphitheater is a is a cool venue i'm just disappointed that they have only something like five concerts there this summer kind of a bummer oh i didn't realize i didn't realize that yeah you know it's funny is that leaving again just talking we were like yeah the crowd was totally into it it was a good show uh, no, no complaints but we were both surprised that there just weren't more humans there and rash i literally said that i was like well there was an alicia keys concert and she she started cracking up. She's like, I doubt that there is a ton of like crossover between crowds there. And I was like, No, uh, yeah. <laughs> I had a friend who did that, and then yeah. like we it, we have like a group chat where there's five or six of us, and it's like, Oh man, I'd go, but I already got fits in the tantrum tickets. So <laughs> uh, no, I, I I definitely disagreed with her. Like, I think there's people that are just like music people, and it's yeah. like. Yeah. You know, we we like seeing live music. It's what we enjoy doing. All right, we got two shows in town. One's out in the hot, sticky, humid, potentially storm weather, and the other is in the Yum Center, and also the other one is Alicia Keys, who may not be back here ever again. So, no, I, I, I did actually think that that probably played a little bit of a role. Not that I think that the amphitheater would have been packed or anything like that had Alicia Keys not been playing, but it could have been an additional... 500,000 people, which would make a big difference in the amphitheater, obviously. The um, the one thing that stinks about the amphitheater that I don't have to deal with typically is I'll just get a ride or whatever it might be. How was how was your parking? Was that a trouble? Because that I think that is the only downside to it is you might be, you know, a half mile down the road walking, walking back towards it. Yeah, we got there early enough where we're like, we... We didn't make it into any of the parking lots, but that road, the park road that they make yeah. you turn on, we mm -hmm. parked along that, and we didn't. It wasn't. It wasn't too bad. Okay. It wasn't Good. very far. Uh, again, got there kind of early-ish, and then getting out, we we came out a weird side, but and then kind of had to like loop back around on those main roads to just go past the amphitheater again. But we didn't have any traffic or any issues getting out just with the exception of kind of taking a longer route uh, we got in and out pretty easy so good all in all good experience fun thursday night 
weirdly enough, we have a dinner that we have to go that we're going to tonight. So like babysitters coming mm-hmm. back again, babysitter being Hannah's parents. Um, and then we got stuff going on tomorrow night too. So don't yeah. blink, but out and about walkers popular. We did it. <laughs> I, I was talking with, uh, one of the Arkansas media guys and it's like, yeah, you know, we just did all this. Then I going home tonight. And then the next thing I've got an event and then we've got another one and I'm feeling kind of similar where it's get back Friday, kind of do the laundry, try to get the life in order, cut the grass, that sort of thing. And then we've got a Columbus wedding um, tomorrow. So that's, you know, three-hour oh, drive on crazy. Saturday, three-hour drive on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be. An old Scoots mm. over here doesn't have anything going on. What a nerd. Scoot nerd alert. I really don't. Pretty sad. I'm just. Well, he's just coming out of vacation. I am. That was. That was pretty much us last weekend, which those are those are the, the chef kiss best weekends where it's like Thursday and your spouse or significant other starts like, what do we got? What do we got going on this weekend? And you think like, OK, what do we have going on this weekend? You may even check your phone's calendar and you're going you're racking your brain. You're going through the options. I think there's something, like, but I just oh, I can't. I maybe I don't think. I don't, I don't think we have anything going on this weekend. What do you have anything? And then she thinks, and it's like, well, no, I don't. And it's like, oh my gosh, we've got nothing planned this weekend. That's a really fun feeling, Scoots. And it seems like you're at that moment right now. Yeah, but it's going to be a little boring too. You know, that's, that's oh, the, no. you've got to get up early and watch the open. Oh, shucks. Now, I actually, I actually have to get up early tomorrow and do some work. Uh, just just for a couple hours, but then after that, yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Maybe, maybe go swim in mom's pool, get a nice little base tan for vacation. You can go to Lake Potoka. <laughs> mm, maybe it's an option. It's on the table. It's on the table. But you get the big Wisconsin Dells vacation next week. I do. Thanks, Roush, for... I've got a scramble tomorrow too. Tomorrow morning, and got a scramble on Monday. Wow, man. Which That's I'm probably exciting. gonna I'm gonna miss the show on Monday. Okay. Gonna try to hop on for a little bit, but uh, you know, pl- plan to do without. Okay, we can do say, that. Say next scramble on Monday. Why? Why do they do the Monday? I because no, I'm cool with the Monday. I don't have an issue with the Monday, and that's usually the easiest time to get on these like country club courses. To and they they have. They have a flight at Hurstbourne, which is uh, a beautiful and an incredibly difficult course. And they have a flight at Big Springs, where oh man, members... that's just the worst. That I like, I hate that so much. That that completely defeats the purpose of having it. They have a ton and, of people, Roush. You just couldn't do it at one spot. I mean, you just can't. you can. You do you do a flight in the afternoon, and flight in the morning. They already do that. They already have morning oh and afternoon God. flights. It's a ton of people. It's, yeah. yeah, it's a ton. It's a ton of people. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, like, yeah. I there's a part of me that I agree with you. It's like we're splitting it up, and everybody's not going to be together. Because, like, cause like part like of it is just you want to just see Johnny so and so. I agree. Know, right? Yeah, I, I know. I agree. And you won't because they may be over at a whole different part of the town. <laughs> now they right. do do a dinner at like five thirty. That if you're in just any flight, any scramble, they they encourage you to go to. But people don't go play golf and finish at like one and then you go, know, to go back to the later. office and yeah. then go back. I'm sure some people do, but but not many do. And and I don't. Um, but it's one hundred and seventy five dollars. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. I I know that um, 
when the prices start going up a lot, you know, they treat it as a, well, this is, this is like your donation to the school, but man, $175 for a golf scrambles. And you're and you're right that like I do think a, a large chunk of that does go to like some sort of scholarship foundation, which is cool. That I'm I'm totally like I the price. I wouldn't be playing in it if I had an issue with it, but like you you really can't you don't have too much room to go up, and it seems like it just goes up almost every year. You don't have a a, a lot of area to go up any further in in the future, um, but you do get. Three drink tickets, watch out, and you get a vest. So you're going to see me rocking like a a vest, a a vest with probably an X on it. Like a, uh, 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 what's his name? Jim Trestle sweater vest or a kind of a Columbia, one of those uh, sportwear vests? It's a good good question that I'm not 100% sure the answer to, but I'm pretty sure it's like a, like a Jim Trestle, like Mm. it's a, you know, going out vest. Ooh, yeah, fancy. So we get so we so we get one of those. So, uh, and then we had to make the decision. Like Hurstborn's awesome. I love playing Hurstborn, and I don't get to play it very frequently or often. Uh, but like, do we play that or the people that we're playing with? We know Big Springs a lot better, and we got some pretty good golfers. So we we decided on Big Spring, although it is just like a course that usually I can get the old family rate on for fifty bucks, give or take. Now mm-hmm. I'm paying 175 to not even yeah. play my own ball. Oh yeah, and on a have, course that I'm very familiar with. And that's the I, I'm I'm excited for when the sales golf scramble happens in a couple of weeks. But at the same time, it's like paying 100 bucks at Aircoy, but you know, it's donation. And for for us, at least they've got everybody in one spot. And that that little in between the one round ending and the two flights, it's a it's a good time there for you know that. 30 minutes to an hour. So be worth it. Saying X is basically going to Valhalla and DeSales is doing Iroquois. Dude, I love it, man. Home course. And <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I would love it too. And Iroquois is a fun course. Well, and you know, you like, uh, they had it out at what the, I always, I don't want, is it Quail Chase? Is that the one with 27 holes? Correct. I don't want to go to a golf scramble and then be driving and getting right. Like that's just too co- like I can just call it Brooke. Be like Brooke, please come get the fellas. We've we've been overserved. She, right? Like, she had a what are the what, rickshaw? What are those little bike things? Called? A rickshaw, yeah, rickshaw. yeah, yeah. She could probably come pick you up on a rickshaw. Yeah, yeah. We actually have one of those for the kids. Uh, tried Frank on it one time and it got too hot. He was not a fan. Um, Duke Duke enjoys it though. They'll, they'll get a, he'll get a little bit bigger and he'll 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 appreciate it. But early on, ugh, not a fan. Then the the one I'm playing at tomorrow is at Doe Valley, which I've never played Doe Valley. It's a beautiful lake, beautiful part of Kentucky. Ooh, uh, that is a fun course. However, there's a there's a chance it I, actually the weather's been good enough it won't be burnt out. I've been there when it gets burnt, it can get burnt out pretty easily. But did, yeah, that's a that's a fun place to play. I did a little scouting on the 18 birdies app, which will show you like an overhead view of each hole and whatnot. Uh, that course is tight. It is tight. And you're right. In the pictures, it, it does look burnt out. Um, uh, but those are satellite pictures taken from who knows which year. But, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to get down there, play there. Uh, I wish I had a friend with a ha- house on Doe Valley. I've got a college friend, but I'm not close enough, unfortunately, to get the invites. But I would like a place at Doe Valley. It's only about 
an hour away from Louisville, beautiful lake. I'd be I'd be cool with that. I just need this thing called money. Yep. Shout out to uh, Mead County. Slept on. Brandenburg gets slept on. Mm-hmm. I agree. Shout out to Mead County. Uh, all right. Let's take our first break. We'll come back. There are certainly some sports things to talk about, although not a, a ton. We've got some leftover media day tidbits that we will get to. Uh, we'll talk some more basketball as well. There's some college basketball news. There's always college basketball news. Uh, plenty to get to on today's show, and we've got other national sports going on, international sports even. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Roll DJ Walker, Nick Rouse. Roll call. And let me hit a party. Say, I'm kind of buzzed and it's all because this is how we do it. South Central does it like nobody does. This is how we do it. To all my neighbors, you got much flavor. This is how we do it. Let's flip the crack in the old school bag. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Donatella. T-Mobile. Three words for you. Treat yourself. Treat yourself 2011. Once a year, Donna and I spend a day treating ourselves. What do we treat ourselves to? Clothes. Treat yourself. Fragrances. Treat yourself. Massages. Treat yourself. Mimosas. Treat yourself. Fine leather goods. Treat yourself. It's the best day of the year. The best day of the year. Welcome back. It's Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. All that golf talk, I do need to remind you about the Big X Scramble, the second annual kickoff classic. It's going to be September 4th. First at Elk Run, and you can email bigxscramble at yahoo.com to lock in your spot today. Bigxscramble at yahoo.com. And we'd love to see you out there. It's going to be a good time. Uh, people have been emailing me about the, the price. Don't know. You're, you'll pay when you're at the event. Last year, it was 120 per team, so 30 a person. That was a great price. Yeah. Uh, they may have they may have tried to help us out a little bit since it was kind of our first go around at the scramble. So there's no guarantee that that's going to be the price again this year. Uh, the the fella out there, Matt, he he is busy. He's got a lot of stuff going on, and uh, seems like the type of guy that just kind of wants to get through one event before he worries about the next event. I totally understand that. Um, point being, I just can't give people a dollar amount of what to expect, but. They like us. We 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 like them. I can't imagine you're going to break the bank. I, I just between us, I would guess at worst it'd only be like ten more dollars, where maybe forty dollars yeah. a person. But it'd be somewhere in that ballpark. It, it's not going to be. It's not going to be one hundred and seventy-five dollars. You're also <laughs> not going to. You're not going to be getting a vest either, unfortunately. But um, the, so I can't I can't answer it unfortunately, but I can tell you what it was last year, and I can tell you that it's probably going to be in the ballpark to that number. And if it's not, that'll be a surprise to to all of us. So, uh, but we hope that you sign up. We we we've hit a little bit of like a lull in signups on the Big X Scramble. Still looking like it's going to be a, a a full event. Uh, well, full I guess would seem to suggest we can't take any more teams. We're not to that level yet. 
Uh, we're not. It'll be a good crowd. We're not there, but we're we're already good crowd confirmed. But we'd like to see more out there. It's going to be the start of the college football season. Some games will have already been played in the week zero stuff, but uh, the Jeff Brom era will be kicking off that same day as the scramble, and then the the Cats will be at the Krogue the following the following day. So that's a fun show. That's a fun time of the year. And we'd love to see you get out there. You don't want to work. It's holiday weekend. You're not going to work that Friday anyways. That's draft time. Scooch, we may have to have some fantasy football conversations here in the next month or so. Come on. I've already, you got. I've, already, on. I've already done 10 fantasy football drafts. Scooch. Yep. You haven't done 10 fantasy I football have. drafts. I have. Only because, so DraftKings does this thing. They call it best ball. And so they had a week, last week they had like five or six straight days of just amazing promotions if you get in their millionaire best ball. Um, and basically with best ball, you're, you're taking your team, you're getting your quarterback, your two running backs, your three wide receivers, your tight end, and your flex spot. And then you draft all your bench spots as well. I think there's, I don't know, 10, 11, maybe even 12 bench spots. So you just do this whole draft, and then DraftKings puts the highest scoring players in the lineups for you. So not only did I have the promotions to like lure me in to go ahead and do that, so out of the $10, $10 lineups I've entered, five of those, TJ, were absolutely free. Didn't cost me a dime. Risk-free, so I had to do it. So, yes, I have done 10. Okay. But they're not – it's not, not a fantasy a football league, though. Yeah. yeah. It's, well, so I am – Players aren't taken off the board. You don't have a strategy of trying to grab guys – it's a it's a dollar. It's a kind of an auction salary sort of deal. No, correct? no, absolutely not. It works just like a fantasy football draft. So say I'm second pick and first pick takes Justin Jefferson. I cannot get Justin Jefferson. He is off the table. Oh, okay. So yeah, I didn't you. Know, I didn't know. I didn't know DraftKings did that. Yeah. So they just started that. I want to say last year they started it, and it was a lot of fun. I'm in a baseball, a couple baseball ones right now. I'm in. I'm winning one of them. No big deal. But I just figure, you know, there's only gonna be. I don't know. A, Right now, I think there's 40,000 people in this tournament. So I think when it's all said and done, there's probably going to be 85, 90,000. And when am I ever going to get a chance and like a, a one in 8,500 chance to win a million dollars? You know? But here's my question. Mm-hmm. Same, it, same question. Yeah. It's, it's just for one weekend, though, correct? No, it's the whole season or until right. it goes up until, I guess, week 14. And then okay, they that's, that's not that's not fun. Like you're you're worse than Trevor then. How's that not fun? I don't even I don't have to pay attention to it, Roush. They put all the best players in the lineup for me. And then week fourteen, I just go on my DraftKings, check out how my lineups are doing. Oh, cool, I got four advancing. Well, okay, but if there's ninety thousand people in the league and Justin Jefferson's taken off the board, so, are you getting down to like Pee Wee football players? No, 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 no. Let me explain to you how it works. So they do um they basically do like rooms of 12. So the all these people are in the tournament, and it's basically like a bracket. So you play like the first 14 weeks, and out of those 12, two will advance to round two. And then round two, you have a week. The top two of those advance to round three, and so on and so forth, until you're down to your final player who wins. So your season could be over in like week two. No, 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 because I am only in a league with 12 people, and I have to – so it goes all the way to week 14, I think it is. So I have I mean, up until week 14 to get into one of those top two spots, and if I do, I advance to round two, which if you advance to round two, you're already tripling your money from the buy-in. So 
Uh, okay, I, that's still. I mean, it, it's probably not a really fun conversation for other we're, people to right, hear. But I, I, semantics, but still, I, it's. I think it is. TJ, if I'm judging like on the loser scale of too much fantasy football, Trevor is still the bigger loser, but it's not by much. Like you gotta. This well, this still isn't like real fantasy. Well, and here's the deal, That's guys. True. That's here's true. here's the deal. I told myself this year I am not doing a fantasy football league. I suck at them every single year. Everybody expects me to be this big fantasy football guy because I work in sports talk radio, and it's like I'm I suck at it. So I decided I'm not doing it this year. I am only going to do these DraftKings best balls because I don't have to pay attention to it, and that's really the best thing about it. <laughs> no, you you. <laughs> You just stop stereotyping scoots, everybody. It's unbelievable. I mean, every year I go to this fantasy football draft, they're all scared of me. And it's like, yo, I got last place last year. What are you scared for? Just because you're a married, employed woman doesn't mean he's trying to get with you. All right. <laughs> that happened one time. He's past that. Stop. He's he's more than just a sports radio guy. That's right. No, I've, if that's how you feel, then that's then good. It sounds like you found something you liked, but. Like two more things. One, what if, what if your room that you're drafting with is just filled with goobers, or is there a way you could rig it to have like a bunch of people that you know in the room and be like, make terrible picks and let me load up my team because this is still a national tournament. Um, that's, that's that's one thing. And then two, it just can't be considered real fantasy football if you're not picking up players, dropping players, allowed to do trades, in season transactions. That's fine. I mean that that's your opinion. That's fine. But I mean, it's fa- it's, it's factual. I I draft guys down low that I'm hoping will come through at, at some point for me in the season. And and really, all you need is one week out of them. But to answer your first question, there is a way to rig it. But because basically, once people hit submit. When you get to that 12 number, you go to the next room. So me and Gil are actually, out of the 10, I think we're in the same one, maybe four of them, because we would just hit submit at the same time and got lucky that we would be in the same room. So, yeah, there's there's a way to get your friends in there, but it's it's kind of Russian roulette in that regard. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, best of luck to you. Thank that's you. a lot of leagues, Thank but you. you don't have to keep up with it. So exactly. That's, that's- that's the good thing and like about I it. and like I said, I've got a one in when it's all said and done, one in eighty five hundred chance of winning a million. I'll never have better odds for the rest of my life. So, yeah, you don't know that. Hmm. That's true. You never, you never know that. But yes, our other friend Trevor Kelsey, producer for the Mike Rutherford Show, three to six here on Big Exports Radio. You all know Trevor Kelsey. He gets in like twelve to fifteen fantasy leagues. Yeah, and a lot of those are dynasty it. leagues, and yeah, it and just. If you're wondering, uh, unfortunately, yes, he is the type of dude on Monday or Tuesday to say, "Oh, that field goal cost me one in that league, but it did win me two other in that league, and then Justin Jefferson's catch that actually put me on top in one league, but it did knock me down two spots in two other leagues. I was going against them." He is the typical tells you everything that you didn't need to know about your fantasy team. And secondly, it always comes back to hurting him and helping him because he's in so many leagues, Roush, it's impossible not to have some crossover there. Exactly. And that's the, um, that's why I think I'd do maybe two max. Cause like, it's just not, you, it defeats the whole purpose of it. Now, I, Maybe, yeah, yeah. I, that's just not for me. Personal preference, because this is just a form of sports gambling. 
I would just rather bet on an individual game or bet a player prop on an individual game than have this similar format. So Why can't you I do both? I don't mind it. No, you know, and I mean, and I do, but like, I, it's just I only do two leagues. Like, I keep it very light, is what I'm saying. Um, and also, I know, um, like, the NFL is the most bet on thing in the world and all that, but like, I make college football, like, that's where I do some investing. That, that's where it's like, all right, I got a good feel for this. NFL's hard to win money on, it just is. They're so good. It's, it's much more random. So, like, I'm not going to put in my, so much at stake. Like, it's just kind of fun to have my small two, two eight-man leagues and then just have it on Sunday and kind of check them once or twice. Um, I, I, can, I, can, I can watch. I think one of them's 10 and one of them's eight, maybe. Oh I don't really goodness. remember. I, yeah, I don't, I don't keep too – I don't care that much if you couldn't tell. Um, but I just like, all right, pop red zone on. Let's just sit here for six hours. Yeah, so I'm a I'm a two league man myself. I, I would if it was the right situation, I would consider a third. But I'm very 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 happy at two. Um, that being said, I wouldn't necessarily want to just only do one. It wouldn't be the end of the world. But if I did one and it was bad, I'd be like, oh boy, this this stinks. But it's very unlikely I'll have two bad teams. Just kidding. Seems to happen frequently. I'm starting to think I'm just not that good at fantasy football, unfortunately. But the two leagues, and then you mix in. I do like a good NFL Survivor League. I was a very early out last year, which stinks. Um, I only do one of those, but that's fun. And then we do the the college football pick them. So that almost feels like four leagues to a certain extent. Although Survivor League, not not so much. You're make, you're making one pick a game, and then again, once you're done, you're done. But uh, between those, I'm I'm satisfied. And then you're right, Roush. You you mix in the just the weekly bets on games, and then you got player mm-hmm. props and Scoots, you're also right. You can do a little bit of both, a little bit of all of them. That's right. The, the, um, there is one thing that I think I'm going to get in this fall that's new. And uh, my friends have been in this college football pick em league where it's, you know, you got your card, right? Everybody gets a card each week. Uh, very old school. I, I think it's time for me to, to hop on that train, get in that one. That might be my only sort of fantasy edition of the year. Oh, yeah, I did forget. I'm in a little ga- NFL gambling league that's just not online. It's like you text your picks and the uh, scoreboard's texted to you and stuff like that. Uh, that's fun because it's it's competitive. But, um, yeah, need to, need to throw that in the mix. But we're getting close to that stuff, folks. Like, fantasy drafts should be happening in the should next – Should be getting scheduled. Yeah, like in the next six weeks, you should be having them happen. And definitely should be getting them scheduled. Roush is right about that. I've got one that we haven't finalized the date uh, specifically on, but we think we maybe have an idea on it. The other one is scheduled. Excited, excited about that one. So, yeah, it's it's getting close. That means college football season's getting close as well. And if you're in Louisville, it means you're close to a Salsaritas. Two locations, nice spread out. One in Middletown. So it's right there near the Gene. If you're if you're a Gene commuter, it's right there. You got to drive. It has drive-through. It's delicious. And then you got one in St. Matthews. So uh, that that can kind of if you're in the Highlands, St. Matthews area, that one's right there off Hubbard's, right over the rail, railroad track. You will love both of them. You'll enjoy them. Friendly staffs, fresh food, and you'll save money at both of them with the Salsaritas app. So download it today, or keep them in mind for your big parties, your events. 
graduation, back to school, team, end of the season celebrations. They can do it all, whatever it may be. Salsaritas will have you covered. Check them out today. Roush, do any any UK news we we need to get to need to talk about? I, um, I don't, you know, I don't think it wasn't. Was. Yesterday felt like very much a all right. Let's let's empty the clip on some of what was said the day before, and kind of um, you know adapt, readapt, adjust, reassess. Um, we wrapped SEC media days, and Thursday's just funny, TJ, because everybody's trying to get the hell out of town and we were no exception, but also like you kind of got to show up and do your last bit of work. Right. And, um, I just, it's, I, I was shocked by, I, I never am. What's the word I'm looking for here? Like I shouldn't be surprised, but I still am at how many people just aren't there on Thursday. It's like y'all were, this place was loaded. You couldn't find a seat. And now it's half full. Um, so next year, it's going to be different. You're going to have, instead of doing three teams on Monday and Thursday, there's going to be four teams every single day that are talking. So there's going to be more people, um, which should make it a lot more buzzy. Um, there's also, I mean, we had one guy just, um, you know, doing some final video stuff as we're getting ready to head out the door, and one guy just started losing it, was looking at his computer, and I'm guessing something got deleted. And it was just, I, I don't know if the hot mic picked it up or not, but it was just F-bombs flying. He ended up slam, going and finding a room just so he could drop more F-bombs and slam the door and start screaming. It was it was bananas. So that was kind of the, the scene at SEC Media Days. A lot of hungover, tired people ready to get the hell out of there and other people just losing it because they four day, four days in Nashville, man, it just it gets the best of us. I've seen some of those public outbursts and media workrooms before. It's a wild thing to see. Like just chill out, you know. Yeah, it's you can't control it. So like all you're doing is just making the problem worse. And it's embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, very much so. I, I've been there um back in the day and I, I still will have those moments from time to time but you'll have public outbursts no no but like in my i'll have those outbursts in my office where i just oh. it feels well, good to get f-bombs out um but i don't even office, really do the old office space on some work equipment yeah and I don't, I don't even really do that as much anymore because it's not it's not his life and death you know it's just it's like oh okay i got it wrong like no nah, sorry um, so we, we move on, um, big shout out to our guy, Adam Luckett. Happy birthday. He gets to kind of, you know, long week of work. He's treating himself to a little movie theater, uh, theater today. A little Oppenheimer action. And I know that's the, oh, that's the big seeing Barbie. That, that would have been my might, guess. I think I might have. I might choose, I don't know. Like Barbie's one of those, like I, I want to watch it, but I don't feel like I have to go to the theater to see it. Mm -hmm. Where Oppenheimer, it's just such a big production. The The atom bomb blowing up won't be as cool on my TV at home. So I feel like that would be the one that would get preference for me. It's tough to argue with that logic on, on both accounts. I, I, I don't, I'm not, yeah, I, I'd like to see Barbie, but I'm not anxious to rush to the theater to see it. Not that I'd even be against seeing it in theaters, but 
I'm I'm fine waiting, but I'm also fine waiting to to catch it when it comes on TV in a couple months or whenever that would be. And then I agree, I'd like to see Oppenheimer. I I enjoy going to the movies. It's just I feel like there's rarely movies that I'm excited to go see in theaters. This is one that I want to see, so I'm excited about that. The wife is going to a Barbie drive-in tomorrow night. Hmm, that sounds fun. With her, with her family, her mom, the, the girls, and her family, they're 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 very excited about it. People forget that the filming of the Barbie movie put a shortage on pink paint throughout the country. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, uh, like every <laughs> everywhere throughout the country, there was just such a demand because they I think they used like three or four different color pinks, but they used so much of it to paint their sets that it, it caused a shortage throughout the country. And uh, that's pretty wild to think about. That is, uh, whew, that is wild. That is wild. I, um, yeah, I, I, are any of us, Scoots, you don't have anything to do. Will you go to the movies this weekend check it out? No, I am the furthest thing from a movie guy you can imagine. Oh, not real. <laughs> but, but Scoots, the atom bomb happened. So is, is that real enough for you? I mean, yeah, but I just I I don't like going to the movie theaters. I don't know. I'd much rather watch a movie at home on my couch. What, what's wrong? And I'm just not a, I'm just not a big movie guy in general. And and people give me crap for that. I have a I have a coworker at the hotel that all the time. She gives me crap. Like you don't you don't watch movies, but you'll sit down and watch a two and a half hour sports game. Like yeah yeah I will. Just different. I, I'm, I think I'm just slap happy because it's the end of the week and I was up later for my stupid little standards, but. What is the furthest thing from a movie going guy? I think like somebody, somebody who's who, somebody who's never seen like a, a, a. I just wonder what the opposite of that would even be. Uh, someone who sits at home and doesn't watch movies, which is me. Yeah, but that would be the opposite of that. Um, I don't. I mean, the last time I went, the last time I saw a movie in theaters was the that live. Was be my next question. It was the yeah. live remake of Lion King. I mean, that's been years ago. And, that, and that's a, the worst choice you could have made. Disagree. You've already seen that movie. Yeah, I disagree. You've already seen that movie. It's the same exact movie, just with live animals. It is not. Seth Rogen does not play freaking Puma in the oh cartoon. Gosh. It was not the same. It was very good. Did you like? Did you I like you're defending this. I loved it. I thought it was they, great. And you had a good time? That Roush, I will defend it, because Lion King is my favorite Disney movie of all time. So I thought the live remake was just as good. But Scoots, your whole... Pr- I, I just... Well, hold on. If you had such a nice time, why wouldn't you go back and see another movie? Exactly. Because like, you're, you're just contradicting yourself. No, there hasn't been one since that I've wanted to see. I mean, that was a big deal for me. I'll never forget when the Lion King remake but, came out. And that's That was priority number one for me. But you can't have a next favorite movie if you don't go see another movie. You know? like, And, you and that's fine. <laughs> just because just I'm not like you all, it's fine. It's fine. I'm different. No, uh, no, no, it, no, it is it's not just, okay. I'm just, I just, I, it feels like you're being a little closed-minded on this, Scoots, and I get it. I'm, if, if, if you, uh, because like, I'm not a movie theater guy because I don't think it's worth getting a babysitter to go to the movies when I can just pick another one and wait till it comes out later. But like, seeing Top Gun in theaters was freaking awesome, and so like, I know I need to get that experience again. But it's just like, when am I going to pick my poison and try to get somebody to watch the kids for two or three hours or whatever? So you're, 
you're mad because I don't go to the movies because I have no excuse holding me back. Is that what it is? I don't. I don't understand why you're so. No, mad. No, I just don't like your your logic of not like. I don't understand the like. I would. What's the difference for you? It's you're not, not giving the movie theater a chance. It's not like, like I'm closed. Like, I'm only going to watch it at home. It's not like I'm closed minded, Roush. I've seen several movies in theaters. I just I don't know. I don't really like the experience. I'd much rather sit at home and do whatever I want. Like you, you can't drink a beer in the movie theater when you're sitting yes, there. You I mean, if yeah. you okay, yeah, you, you bad boys sneak them in, but no, no, no like they sell them at every. Yeah, movie theater. there yeah. there are some that sell them now. Yeah, but every I, movie I, theater I've ever been to in the last ten years sells beer. I, yeah, so, I just I'd rather eat my own snacks and do what I need. Do what I want to do. I get it. It's not your thing, but I just I'm, I'm trying to get to the root of it, and it sounds like it's mostly just a comfort thing, and also yeah. you you don't like movies because they're not real. Well, I do like movies, but I just uh, this Jurassic Park for <laughs> for me, Roush. It's more so of I can control my environment at home. Whereas if you're in a movie theater, you might have that couple next to you that's talking or making out or whatever, what have you. I just, I like to control my own environment. I'm not turning my nose up at movie theaters. I've, I've been to several mm -hmm. movies, like I said, but it's just not my thing. I we can't tell you the last time I went to a movie and the couple next to me wasn't just going at it. <laughs> <laughs> does, Scoots have an, does Scoots have a bad time with a lady in high school at the movie theater? No. There's a rose bud. This has to be, it's to be an Outback Steakhouse situation. No. I, oh, there, yeah. There's I had nothing, something deeper here. Nothing but great experiences with the ladies at movies. Movie theaters are, they're, they're back, baby. I love the recliner chairs. Uh, that's huge. I like having a little bit of space. I like having a little bit of space in front of me. They've done a good job with that. I like being able to get a beer if I want one at the movie theaters. It's nice that they have those options now. The food is still hilariously overpriced. The beers are overpriced, but where are beers not overpriced? Uh, the food is is a joke, but they're they're back. They're, it's, a, it's a fun time. You just have to have a movie worth seeing. I just feel like we're too few and far between on that. Although, Roush, we're not too far away when we're going to be having to go see kid movies at the theaters. Which I'm kind of fired up for. Are you? Like, yeah, there was... Um, I think there'll be yeah. some that I'm excited for and some that are just going to be a chore. Yeah, yeah. It's also, like, I, I think Duke could handle it now if it was the right one, but it, it's got to be the right one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, probably so. And you probably wouldn't, you know, maybe... Well, <laughs> I was going to say, you probably would want another adult there with you or the wife there with you. So if if he needs to like step outside, you can still watch the movie, or somebody can still watch the movie. But <laughs> if it if it is like Legos, you know, or something, uh, Legos is a pretty solid movie. I'm not I'm not. If it's just a kid movie, you maybe not aren't going to be overly interested with being. It's able probably got to gotta be a, a Pixar, like something I know. Like if they have a new Minions yeah. movie come out, I know he's gonna like it, and there will be just enough dumb humor where I'm like, okay, yeah, sign yeah, me up. Bad take on 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 my part. Hey, congrats to Dylan Ballard. He he is getting he got engaged outside of the Kentucky Theater yesterday. Wow! And Lex eighteen, they had coverage of it. There were a bunch of just like people walking around. He had the marquee at the theater say, "Will you marry me?" to his now fiance. I'm pretty sure she said yes. I'm uh, I, I, I'm confident in that she said yes after looking at these tweets. And so, congrats! Very exciting chapter. And now the wedding planning begins. Good luck. Uh, it, I was also uh, amused that, speaking of movies, uh, 
our pal Zach Gagan was on his way to watch a movie and just watched it, like stumbled upon Dylan Bauer getting engaged. Like that's got to be kind of fun. That Seems is kind of fun. You know, like, oh, hey, good job, Dylan Bauer. And also, I think if you realize, if you look at the replies, there's not somebody more universally loved in media by other media members than Dylan Bauer because he's just like the nicest guy. Yeah, ne- nobody's ever going to say a bad word about that guy. He's just nicest guy that can be. He's a good dude. Congrats to him and his fiance. All right, we'll be back. Hour number two. This is just the type of show we've got going for you today on Kentucky Roll Call. And we got a Thornton's text line that's going to add to the fun when we return here on Big X Sports Radio. Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family! Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is! With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back, hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call here on the Radio. It's Friday. We've got the Thornton's text line to get to. Text on in, 502-414-1450. I uh, hope everybody enjoyed National Hot Dog Day this week, but it's always giveaways and goodies at Thornton's. Scooch, what's the most recent thing you got at Thornton's? A uh, couple days ago, I got me a bacon, egg, and cheese burrito for breakfast. So that's that's always a good time. Actually, I lied. I got a Red Bull yesterday. That was the last thing. Mm. And there's so many options. There are. Thornton's. Make sure you're a refreshing rewards member and you will save money at the pump each and every time you're at a Thornton's. And again, you'll get discounts on your app. It'll show you gas prices in your area. We love Thornton's and you do too. Text on into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. As far as I'm concerned, we could just get to the text line. That works for me. The Reds won yesterday. Congrats to them. Yeah, they they were on the snide there. Fortunate they they hopped off it because it was things were looking a little dire. There were some people worried if um, the early season success was just fool's gold. So fortunately, back on track. Um, we got the open happening right now. I have yet to actually turn it on this Gosh, morning. Gosh dang it! I but, forgot uh, again. Yep. Yep. <sighs> um, I've had I it on. I've had it on the entire show. I've I've hardly even paid attention to the show. Yeah, like really, that's the only thing stopping me. Is just like I don't, I'm not good at hiding when I'm very distracted. Um, <laughs> I'm really not. But Brian Harmon, eight under, is the last yep. I saw where he had the lead. Uh, that, impressive. Uh, and shout it's out a, Max Homa, who's struggled in majors. He's three under, um, and fourth on the leaderboard. Scoots, JT, Justin Thomas, he's broken. Oh, Off nine. On 18 today? A nine? Well, yesterday. Oh. Yeah, he shot up 11 over. Is that right? Correct. Wolf. Correct. Yeah, he he was having shots that, like, I could do. I could do that. I could do better than some of his shots. Maybe it was a real confidence boost for myself. So, shout out to Justin Thomas for for that. He's just helping out the little guys. 
he's been I think he was even uh deep into his round today. So he was playing better today, but he he is cool. Something's off gonna, there. As things stand right now, Roush, I'm not sure I'll have him in my Kentucky sports figure top ten as as it stands right now. He's usually a a steady mix somewhere in the top ten. I think I had him very high up last year since he had won the PGA championship, but yeah, he's been not good. Well, uh, the other JT po- JT has been good though. JT Poston is even. Uh, I put him in my DraftKings team. He's been one of my better performers. Just to give you an idea how that's going, but yeah, yeah I was happy to see it. He he did really well at the Scottish Open last mm-hmm. week. I think a top ten or top fifteen finish or wherever he ended up. But uh, so I figure that's got to be a good sign to roll that into this. And he's been playing solid. Yeah, it, it is just. Um... Because Drew obviously is going to interact um, more frequently with Aaron Flaner, so you get the kind of the vibe check. The like, it, it's just, I mean, golf. We know how fickle of a game golf is, and it's the same way for pros. Like I, I don't. Justin Thomas needs to. Does he have like a girlfriend or a wife or something? That I mean, he's got to change something up. Got to sell the house. Like I, I don't know. You got to do something new. Go on a vacation, just get get, get the shake it all off. Some so he's got something there. Maybe do a little um, like baseball players. I know they do like dumb little superstitious like um, ceremonies or something along those lines. Like you, you need to do something to try to get this bad juju out of there. Yeah, he's, he's not having a good year. I wonder if I probably should know this, but I do not. I wonder if he is he on like the outside looking in for. For the Ryder Cup, is he like thought to be probably one of the captain's picks, the one of the exemptions that probably I mean, he's probably on the outside looking in, I would imagine. And if you're if you're the captain, do you do you pick him with the year that he's having? But he does have some Ryder Cup experience. You do think if he is locked in, he can be one of the best golfers in the world, but that hasn't been the case this year. That that's an interesting situation. Somebody that knows golf more about knows more about this situation than golf. Text on into the Thornton text line, 502-414-1450. We'll head there now. We're behind. Sometimes can make for some fun. Sometimes not so much when you're catching up on the Thornton text line. Uh, it, can bring up, it can bring up some topics that feel like it's days old, but really it would just be yesterday. Uh, and it's the John text. Roush, why don't you take that bad boy? All right. John here. Hey, John. Good morning. Hey, John. Um, oh man, I saw two John texts. I got my John text mixed up, but I know everyone starts as, Hey there. Uh, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Is Northwestern hazing story getting bigger? It's out there more on a national level now. And Ben Crump, the civil rights attorney is representing some of the former players. Now, how bad do you believe this may get for him on a side 29th of July at 6 PM in Evansville, Indiana, St. Mark's church. I'll be a tag match and also announcing them. This will be my second time in the squared circle. So come on out and watch me try and survive. Well, got to go. Talk to you later. Wow. Back in the ring, John. That's exciting. Next week. Next Saturday. Man. Showtime. You need to have the announcing part be like, you need to be an announcer that doesn't take any crap from the from the actual wrestler. And then you say, you know what? I'll take this headset off. And then you throw the headset off and then you you go in there. But I do, but it, but if, but it doesn't sound like that's going to be the storyline. It sounds like you're going to be in a tag team match, and you're going to be an announcer. What? How does that play into the storyline? Yeah, I'm not. 
That would be fun though, because that that that's the biggest way to probably surprise the crowd as well, right? Uh-huh. Like they, you think you're just an announcer, and then out of nowhere, you pick up your chair and smack somebody over the head with it. But if you're gonna like fight, and then you're gonna go announce afterwards, are people in the crowd just gonna be like, "Oh, that boxer doubles as the announcer. He fights and he announces." I think you need to have your match later on, or it doesn't really matter when it's at. But yeah, you you you're like wearing a tie, you got your headset on, and then boom, you throw it off, and then you're it's on like Donkey Kong. Roush, I got bad news for you. They have banned chair shots to the head. Well, to over the shoulder, you know what I mean. Like, no, I mean that was news last week. I, I think it was AEW or WWE. One of them came out and they banned chair shots to the head. Huh. Fun, fun fact. Good for them. Yeah, <laughs> good for them. But I love getting with the chair, though. That's that. That is the ultimate move. Even though it's not the most technically sound, the satisfaction you get. It's like. It's like watching somebody fall down in the wild. You know, like it's just comedy. Farts are funny. Groin shots are funny. Getting hit with the chair, awesome. Texture says, TJ ran that 2020 presidential election hot dog poll. (laughs) (laughs) No, everybody liked ketchup. The poll said it. The facts are the facts. I don't like mustard. I won't eat fast food burgers. I don't like ranch. I eat ketchup on everything. I don't eat ketchup on everything. That's a lie. So can you please give me my smiley fries and dinosaur chicken nuggets with my ketchup now? <laughs> Love you, TJ. Uh, everything, I mean, you're not wrong pretty much about anything in that text, and I'm not going to fight anything on it, except I don't put ketchup on everything. It's the it's the amount of ketchup, and even that is a little like outplayed. I don't go to town on ketchup anymore like I used to. I've grown up a bit, but it's it's not. I was never like a weird ketchup thing. I don't even know what the weirdest thing I'd put my ketchup. I dip my ketchup in. There there was a one group of people that were like just totally shocked to see that I would dip a boneless wing in ketchup. But it's we've we have determined that that's just a chicken nugget with sauce on it. Well, but what was the you got what what kind of boneless wing was it plain? Oh, I've I've dipped sauces and sauces. I've I've sauce mixed before. Yeah, what of it? Yeah, that's. What's the issue with that? A buffalo sauce into a ketchup? Nothing wrong with that. Okay, because then it's like spicy ketchup, and it's not for me. And. Yeah, so I can't. Yeah, I'm I'm pumping the brakes because as I was saying it, I was like, yeah, but I dip stuff in ranch when I eat buffalo wings. So what's the difference? That's true. See, good point. Uh, and to and that being said, I don't. That's not like a frequent thing I do with boneless wings. I will do it, but I like if the sauce is good enough on its own, or you know that I'm fine with that. But yeah, occasionally I, I've been known to do it. I would never do it with a traditional wing, although the concept really would be the same. I wouldn't judge people that do. But I don't use ketchup with eggs. Um, I'm trying to think of other. I don't use ketchup with mac and cheese. I've known one person to do that. I don't think that's oh, a common gosh. thing by anything. Uh, I, I'm I'm trying to think like I don't use <laughs> don't use ketchup with steak. Uh, I don't use. Uh, if it's a really good steak, I won't, you, you know, doesn't need A1, but A1's good. I like A1. Yeah, that's what I use for like a, not, you know, it's like, uh, this isn't really doing it for me. A1, I'll just kick it up a notch. A1 is delicious. We can all agree on that. Yeah, it's good stuff. Texas not for every steak, but good stuff. I agree. I love hearing TJ go after stupid Goodman. Yeah. 
Yeah. You Good bum just, is how it's pronounced. You, you, uh, he is playing. He's playing a role. He's playing a part. He's doing. He's doing a little song and dance with UK fans, but he he does it very well. Like he plays the clueless national media member in a in a in a good in a good role. It's a good fit for him. And it, he's got it, a it, face it, for it. And it gets people it gets people riled up for sure. But I do what like I I don't know. I really think he doesn't like UK. I don't think he likes Calipari. I don't think he likes UK fans, and that's all fine. Like, there's teams that I don't, I don't like, and I'm sure Goodman can keep it in the context of sports. And outside of this, he's, I would like to think, probably a pretty good human. I can't say that definitively, but I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to think it. Um, but I just don't. Like some of the stuff he says, Roush is just so factually wrong. Even if you're playing a part, I just don't know how you could like how your pride could allow you to just come off as such a, a goober. Yeah. Um... Like the I, again, I'm just gonna come back to it probably a million more times in my life. But like his 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 DJ Wagner shocking revelation that he may be a starting point guard is just. Well, are, and you like cover that, and you cover the sport for a living, and see, that is and, something like it, it. It is just wild to me. But, so here, here's uh, the thing, too, not TJ. To, not to beat a dead horse anymore. I can conceptualize that after having a week at SEC Media Days, where you know people will have me on their radio shows and um, Spartanburg, South Carolina, Lafayette, Louisiana. You know, and like I'll get some of the the uninformed questions because that's just like they're having me on to try to give their listeners like an idea of what Kentucky football is going to be like their point there is to try to learn what's going to happen. But like, even then, if they asked me to have a take about Ole Miss, like I could have one, but I would have to keep it very specific to the one thing I know about it. And like, I, I mean, how is my opinion about some of these teams more informed than good bum? You know, like that, that's the part that, that is the, that I just can't comprehend. How is the Lafayette radio guy, how is his thoughts on Kentucky football more informed than Goodman's on Kentucky basketball? You, he had to take like Dillingham and Wagner. Are they going to be able to work together? Yeah. Cause Dillingham's coming off the bench. You dumbass. Like it, I, I just, th- that's the part that is mind blowing is it's like, I get having takes and being a troll. Like I do that with South Carolina. I do that with Missouri, but like it only works if you can get out your sword and defend it with a little bit of knowledge. And that's the part where he's just being lazy because it's July and he hasn't gotten to that point where he's doing his preseason coverage. So he's just shooting from the hip and sounding like a real good bum in the process. But he doesn't care and just, Keeps trucking, and that's the that's the sign of a good troll, uh, and that's ultimately what what he's doing. But he does a good job of it. Uh, it's just uh, that texture the other day. It was like he used to try to be, you know, he, he obviously didn't like UK, but every so often he'd take his medicine and 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 say nice things because you just couldn't ignore it. After that Canada trip, I think you just would have to say some nice things, and so many of the national media just doubled down and like no. They, they had a terrible offseason. I don't care if it ended up working well in the long run. It's still a flawed team. 
It's like, hey, you all can everybody can take a step back from the takes. You can say they got lucky. I don't care. It doesn't change anything from my standpoint. Uh, I wouldn't say anything about your two five-star centers needing foot surgery to be lucky, but I get that that's kind of a different scenario than what they're referencing. But water finds its level more times than not in these situations. But so many of them just kind of put their draw on their line in their sand that this is, wow, UK had another first weekend exit and this offseason has been a disaster. It's not looking good for this upcoming season and things stink at UK and then things get good at UK and there's a bit of optimism and they just, they can't handle it. They can't take it. So uh, we'll, we'll fire back on that all season and we'll have fun doing it. A texture on the Thornton sex line says, Scooch, thank you for playing swinging. Reminds me of my dad. That's from Shannon O'Bannon. Not to ruin Shannon O'Bannon's fond memories of the song, but Scooch, can you give me a little sample of how that song goes? Just to um, which one it was. So I was actually thinking yesterday when I played it, I bet you all don't know this song. It's from 1982, John Anderson. Basically, it's just like, um, yeah, we were just swinging. Just a swinging. Something like that. I don't want. I don't want to ruin it for Shannon. What break? What was it going into hour one? I think it was maybe the last song, other than the outro song. So at the end so of the, segment three. Okay. I want to say I was. I was doing some appraisals in Bargetown. I was seeing how far I could get the signal, and the last I could get to was about was right around Bargetown for fourteen fifty. And pretty good. It was. I was impressed by the signal. It did a did a great job. Um, but that was the last song that I heard, and that one I did not recognize to end the hour. Um, but it didn't go like that, so I guess it was a different song. I, I went way back yesterday. I played some old school. Country Thursday, life. Country Thursday, baby. That's right. A texter says, "What's the over under on how many black and milds Roush has smoked this week?" I well, what a. 13 and a half. Oh, take out your suck it and suck it, Texer. Although, I, I couldn't. Scoots is the black and mild guy. Just because <laughs> I was the black and mild guy when I was 17 or whatever, that doesn't mean I'm still the black and mild guy. That's Scoots's alley. I like a good black and mild. Yeah. I, I think Roush is a. a I, I, when you're drinking, you've been known to have a cigarette or two back in previous times. Yeah. Maybe not, a, yeah. Maybe not anymore. Right, I can't. I can't do that anymore. I don't have the nasal capacity, or um, it's just, it's just, it's a bad idea. It's a it's, bad it, idea. It's a gross. It's, it's a gross habit, isn't it? It's very disgusting. It's the worst. It would uh, probably I'll, make somebody's voice sound just miserable if they had to, you know, wake up early. <laughs> I love those. <laughs> the video of Arnold Schwarzenegger from I don't know early '90s when he's t like talking about this. He's got the cigar and he's like. We're going to smoke them. There was a, it's like me, cigarettes are gross after, and then it's me after 20 beers and it's Schwarzenegger like, we're going to smoke them. We're going to have the best day ever. It, it's, it's very funny. Very funny. Um, oh, you had to be there, but cigarettes are gross. <laughs> Bad. I think I'm going to have a cigar today, as a matter of fact. Man, the cig cigars aren't, I, I almost enjoy just chomping on them as much as anything. Yeah, then, I, yeah. You gotta I, have I a piece of gum handy afterwards, or else your mouth is just—it just—it's like somebody farted in it. They're just—it's it's bad. It's just like that. 
very comparable to that. Because uh, I've had my mouth farted in all the time, <laughs> let me tell you. A texter says, that Kinsburn Vietnam doc, if you haven't seen it, I have not, and you're not the last person to have a text similar to that, uh, so we'll we'll get back to that. Another texter says, you could just hear the pain in Goodman's voice talking about Cal getting lucky. And, and that was my whole point, is like, who cares if they got lucky? Um, it was turning into a shouting match at that point in the conversation. But, like, who cares if, if UK got lucky? Who cares if Cal got lucky? Um, they brought in some new assistants. Roush, we talked about on the radio show some of the wording in the titles of those assistants, I think would seem to indicate that Cal was not over the top uh, thrilled with maybe some of what his assistants did this offseason. As we talked about on Kentucky Roll Call, that maybe the assistants weren't overly organized and didn't maybe do some of the things that Cal thought they were doing, which not to say that that takes Cal out of the equation. He's still the boss. These are still your employees. And the fact that they weren't doing the things that you're doing still falls back on you. But when they brought in new names and new faces, they gave them titles that seemed to indicate they're kind of running the show and that the other assistants can focus on recruiting or the other things that, that, that they do. And recruiting has been great. That's one thing that, that you can definitively say since Cal brought in Chin and Orlando is that the recruiting has gotten back to the level where we remember it in early days of the Calipari era. Um, but it all worked out. Like even when it wasn't working out, at the end of the day, it still worked out. Uh, it, maybe Antonio Reeves did or didn't want to be at UK. I think it had nothing to do with UK or Calipari. I don't think there's any beef there. I think it was strictly what role am I going to play and how is that going to fit with what these freshmen are going to do. And to be honest with everybody, Antonio Reeves should be wanting to be on the ball as much as possible. If he has any chance to make it at at an NBA level, which realistically we all love Antonio Reeves. It's probably just not going to happen regardless. And maybe he's come to that realization, but if he did have any chance to do G league or be on an NBA summer roster and do some good things, he, he'd probably need to have the ball in his hands and be running point guard just because he, he gives up a lot in some other areas, especially defensively. So he'd need to have the ball in his hands. And I could see a situation this offseason with those freshmen coming in where he'd say, all right, well, hold on a second. I, one, I wonder where you know the nil situation was at. And two, maybe I can leverage a nil situation and go to a place where I'm going to get paid and I can have the ball in my hands to do what I want. Because one thing I know that's going to happen at UK is I'm not going to have the ball in my hands a ton. Uh, he'll be used like he was this past season, coming off screens, catching and shooting. And, of course, he'll have the ball in his hand. Think back to that Arkansas game. He had it in his hands a ton in that one. Uh, but I understand that he had some – you know, he, he wanted to kind of weigh some options there. Now, did Kentucky luck out where it turned out he the options that he was weighing weren't feasible because he couldn't graduate in time? Who's to say? It seems like that may be the case. If that is the case – Oh, well, it's about time UK basketball had a break, maybe go its way. So if he ended up being, quote unquote, stuck at Kentucky, well, we'll just have to take it, I suppose. And then the Trey Mitchell situation, you, you talk to people like Travis Graff, they seem to indicate that there was still another name out there in the front court and another possibility. Um, and by the way, until school starts, you could hear more names come into the transfer portal. We're not done just yet. 
Um, so they, some experts seem to think that there were other options out there, but oh well, it wasn't UK's fault that Bob Huggins did the things that he did. Once that happened, everybody knew that that roster was open for the plucking, and they, the Pittsburgh ties won out. It was just, again, if UK is due for a little bit of good luck, I still think we're on the losing side of the luck meter with the way things have gone the last several years. So I will take it, uh, and all is well that ends well. And the offseason ended well, and to bring it all back, a long rant about this text is that it just kills them that they had made their takes and uh, things have changed. As Block mm. would say, Roush, the data's changed. Mm, the data has changed. Tough, tough work. It's very funny of him to accuse you of waving your pom-poms when he's doing the exact same thing just on the other side. And the thing is, like, I, 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 sure, definitely a Kentucky homer, but UK looked good in the Canada trip. They looked good, and they didn't have a, a, a starting five. They didn't have a backup five. They didn't have any five. And they looked good. Like, that is not – that's not just like a fanboy take. That's – if you watch those games, which I don't think those guys did, or if they did, they watched very little, which that's a whole other thing. If you're a national – if you're a national guy, you need to be watching these other what, teams. What else do you have to do? Yeah, you, you know, need to be watching there's... these other teams' foreign trips. If they're not broadcasted, then that's one thing you can't do about it. But, like – UK, three of their four games were broadcasted live on channels these guys have. Right. Sometimes these guys are on these channels. Like, you, you, you should have watched these games. You clearly didn't. UK looked good. That's not a homer take. That's just factual. They look good. Um, doesn't mean that they're going to go to a Final Four or win the national championship, but they look good. Between Nick's dad telling him to stay away from Eastern Kentucky women and TJ's mom threatening him with public schools, it's just some wild stuff. I guess it's just a Louisville thing. No, I mean, have you been? <laughs> I like the women of Eastern Kentucky. I like all the people of Eastern Kentucky. I mean, I do too, but like, they're... just want to get that on the record. It's also like you're, yeah. I'm. I'm not going to go down this road because, like, everybody has like a. Don't go over here after dark or whatever. Like, everybody has some sort of something saying like doesn't mean that it's perfectly true and doesn't mean that it's like some sort of truth that like you have to judge them on it like uh, yeah that, that's the oh. part that sucks about this job tj is sometimes having fun and saying some wildy stuff like people are like oh so him 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 and it's like no 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 we're having a little bit of fun here like just play along Wow, the uh, the the climate goobers got into the Open Championship and did their little orange stuff on the green or fairway. Oh my gosh, those people suck. The ones that ruin the art, like what are you accomplishing? Those people really are the just the worst of the worst. Because you think the 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 gas and oil people are saying, you know what? Since they ruined that painting, we're gonna stop making oil. That's not how it works. The, the, the two things are completely unrelated. How how is that accomplishing anything? They are the they are the worst. Yeah. You know who's what's the best though? Mm, I've got a feeling I know, but you tell me. Sunglasses from Shady Rays. Mm-hmm. Polarized, stylish mm-hmm. lenses at an affordable price, especially when you use promo code Big X at checkout for twenty five percent off, and. You know, maybe you do 
lose those sunglasses. Maybe you break them. Maybe you scratch them up. Don't worry. They got you covered with their replacement pair, I promise. And every pair you buy, you're buying meals for kids and those in need. Shady Rays, they're simply the best. Promo code Big X at checkout at ShadyRays.com. TJ, let's go ahead and take our final break on this Friday edition here on Kentucky Roll Call on the Big X Sports Radio. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. Billy likes to drink soda. Miss Lippy's car is green. Welcome back. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. And we were going to do our best to finish up this Thornton's tax line. You're going to Columbus, Roush. Scoots is doing nothing. I've got golf. Not going to the movies. He's Other definitely not going to the movies. Yeah, he's definitely – he'll be the, the opposite of wherever the movie theater is is where you can find Scoots this weekend. <laughs> uh, so we, we've, we've gone through that Women's World Cup tonight. As Scoots said, the United States, six and a half goal Cor- favorites against Vietnam. Yep, that's right. Haven't seen a spread that high. <laughs> Since Vietnam, I mean that's that's a that's a football number. Well, we're, they're playing football, so good point. Ooh, yeah, good point. Um, have, did you see John Daly's slacks he's wearing today at the Open? I have not seen him come across the TV. Oh, but those I'm, are I'm doing. I'm, I'm doing radio, so I've kind of gone. I haven't. I haven't noticed. They're awesome. Yeah, they're they're orange, and they just have the Hooters logo all over them. <laughs> So he won. He won a British Open or the Open, right? I, I'm assuming so, and that's how he got the exemption. And he's just in every year. Yeah, I, that's what I figured as well. Um, good for him. I, I would play in, in anything that he just has like a lifetime pass in. Seems he takes advantage of, and why not? Yeah, the it's the way to go. Um, just like Thornton's is the way to go. Mm-hmm. And Thornton's text line is. What's the hottest temperature you're able to tolerate in the golf course? It's a great question. I mean, honestly, any of them, because if I'm out there, it's one of my five or six times I get a year. So, like, I just have to deal with it. I'd rather not, but, like, you just sometimes you got to deal with it. I really, like, 90s, I really like to avoid. It's tough to do in the summer. Sometimes you just have to do it. But definitely have no intention of playing in triple-digit weather. Again, maybe in a scramble where you get stuck out there having to do it. But uh, I, I like anything above high 80s is getting – definitely is too toasty for me. Y'all know I don't have a preference. Give me triple digits, <laughs> baby. One texture says, Nick, you sound like poop, bro. Sorry for the language, but who hurt you? Also, how many turn times have you heard, try that in a small town, been blasting it nonstop the last couple days and drinking liberal tears? Yeah, um, I didn't know Jason Aldean still made music, though. Good for him. Um, Did you know that, did I I share this? All of those bars that are named after country music singers, none of them own them. You did. 
Okay. Okay. Just making sure. I've done a lot of talking this week. (laughs) Roush, who's most likely to have a sophomore slump from the Brown Key Walker trio? And which other sophomore, Wade, Afari, whoever else is most likely to make the leap? Ooh, a good football question. I would say. It's going to come down to injury, I think, most likely. Like, I'll th- I think they're all going to be good. But if I had to guess, it would probably be Barry on Brown. Wow. What did Barry and Brown ever do to you? I mean, I just I – could, I could see, like, him not doing something uh, that – him doing something that Cohen didn't like and just saying, oh, well, I'll get the ball to somebody else. But I still don't really like that pick. Yeah, I'm not confident in it. I think they're all three going to have – Exceptional years, which other sophomore would have make the leap? Oh, man. Uh, It's probably Keaton Wade just from a production and playing standpoint because Jordan Wright isn't going to be out there. He's going to have to play a lot more. Um, So I I think that's the right choice, although don't sleep on the big caddis, man. The big cat, the ass kicker. Love some Josh Caddis. Uh, Texer didn't ask me. I would say between those three options, I don't think this is going to happen. I'd say Walker just because I think Brown and Key, assuming Devin Leary stays healthy, I think they're they're set up to succeed, and I can't imagine it be one of those two. And maybe Walker just, you know, he surprised us more than anything last year, and he wouldn't be bad necessarily, but he just wouldn't take a huge step forward. But I, I can't imagine that being the case. He's going to be awesome. All three should be awesome. And then could you say the NC State transfer running back for maybe a sophomore breakout? He'd be a sophomore, right? I don't know. We, we've had debates over how many years he's got. Um, he, <laughs> I, love, I love that we just don't know. But I thought, he was yeah. a, I thought he was a redshirt freshman last year, but I could be wrong. Right, and they'll, they'll try to do the medical thing to give him three more years, but right now UK's only listing him with two more years. So it's, yeah, it's complicated. Interesting, okay. Yeah. yeah, the year stuff, it, it all gets confusing. A texter on the Thornton's text line, it's our buddy Brad from Bellbrook. He says, I've wanted to tell you guys this for a long time, but never knew how you would react, so I kept it to myself. But I've had some drinks tonight. I'm finally going to say it. Karen Cypher is my third cousin, and I've met her a handful of times. Crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. I uh, saw her at the track for the Mother's Day like four years ago or, or whatnot. Uh, that's that. That's interesting, Brad from Bellbrook. How did those interactions go? Uh, it seems like she's she's been through a lot, to put yeah. it lightly. Yeah. What? Yep. 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 Um, another person recommends the Ken Burns Vietnam doc. They say it's powerful stuff. Yeah, okay, well, that, I mean, if I'm going by majority here, I guess that may need to move that one to the to the front. I think I have one more episode. I can't believe how long the Roosevelt one is. It's crazy, yeah. crazy long. The, um, the only thing I wish I could do with those is just download them to, like, listen to. <laughs> you know, instead of why. I know, like, the visuals are powerful, but I'm uh, often, yeah. you know. I want to be like running or doing something when I'm listening to those. And if you're PBS, you just want to make things as accessible as possible. So you're right. There probably would be a lot of people that just would be like, hey, can I just audio, 
I get Please. it. You know, we're not going to get to see all the pictures. That's that is what it is. But let us listen to. That's a good point. Roush, are you concerned at all with our depth in the secondary? Oh, um, good question. Not necessarily at safety. And when I asked Mark Stoops that question, he, uh, at cornerback, he specifically said, like, that we have a lot of opportunities to not only assess them, but also there's a lot of, there's a lot there to work with. Um, because they have Jansen Dunn, JQ Hardaway, got the new kid, Avery Stewart, coming in. Um, along with Nasir Addison, who they really liked on the recruiting trail. I don't know how they're going to factor into it, but Maxwell Harrison, he's got a little bit of playing time. And the the big one is really just like Andrew Phillips needs to hit. Like he, he, he's got the most experience out of anyone in that group. He's done some good stuff. They need him to be a reliable starter. Um, I don't, and, and that's kind of my thoughts on the cornerback position in general is, it's kind of like the offensive line. Like they don't need to be the best on the team, but they can't be a liability. And the last time that Kentucky replaced two cornerbacks, they were a liability. That was Carrington Valentine's first year in that spot. And Kentucky's past defense just kind of fell off the map. They got exposed uh, back in 2021, and that's why they lost shootouts. Right. So um, I think it was 20. Yeah, 21. So um, so slightly Stoops doesn't seem to be. And I think part of that, too, is just operating under the assumption that if you can't, like, even if you don't get it done by training camp, you've got three games. Like, that's a lot of real estate to make sure those guys have their stuff together um, by the time SEC play starts in Nashville against Vanderbilt. And the only saving grace is that if they don't have their stuff together, then UK can know to they can adjust accordingly. They're going to know heading into that SEC slate and getting into the gauntlet as the season goes on what to expect from the secondary. So if they think it's going to be an issue, Roush, they will adjust to the best they can. Now, it still will be a problem to some degree, but you can decide, hey, we're just going to send a ton of pressure, not give them time to pick apart our secondary or probably more likely in stoops. Okay, then I'll just have to drop pretty much everybody back into coverage and hope that our we we can get some sort of pass rush with just three people to not let them have all day. But if they do, it's going to have to be a good throw in a tight space. Um, they'll be a, they'll basically know what they have. Yeah, yeah, they sh- exactly. And and also you can you can cover some of that up with your safeties, and you have three really talented ones. Um, but like, I mean, you can't completely like the teams will find ways to scheme them open at some point. Right. Like, so I I think you can, and that's really, I think if you're going to give Brad white, like his strength as a coordinator is adjusting to his personnel. So like, that's part of it where I'm confident, but like, like I said, you just can't be a complete liability. (laughs) I mean, you can't be that bad. And at least they have. Seemingly some decent options out there. I didn't mention Jordan Robinson either, who's, you know, he basically got a full red shirt year um, last year. So, like, they, they have enough people, too, that, like, you're not just, if one guy's bad, you're stuck with him. You know, no offense to this guy, but, like, it's not the Fred Tiller. Are you going to play Fred Tiller or Cody Quinn? You know, like, oh, it's, it's not that bad. No offense to those guys, but. <laughs> I mean, pretty offensive, but I think everybody, it's a, it's a, it's a true point, unfortunately. Um, 
Yeah, well, I, I'm just so excited for football season. Not sure how I'm going to last. <sighs> It'll be here before you know it, though. We're, That's true. We're, SEC Media Day has kind of got the ball rolling. Uh, we'll get fall camp going here soon enough. Yeah, you're right. A texture says, TJ, what a small world. Kyle Piercy was my neighbor growing up, and him and my older brother always did stuff together, and I tagged along here and there. Kyle and Stuart Hammer were like best friends. They both went to SMM, and I'm almost positive his mom worked as a librarian. Good stuff. Well, we did the radio show together. It was a good time. Uh, Kyle and I were in the same fraternity for the short time that we were in. So, yeah, small small world. My guess is it's a Louisville thing. I do, in a joking manner, no being serious. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. See, okay. And that's the, that is the one thing that's tough to do on the text line. Sometimes I can't. Sometimes I don't read the room very well. Um, and sometimes I don't sound good in the room. The texter says, Nick's voice is downgraded from sounding like he's on death's door to a common cold. Um, which I was a little, I got home and the boys still a little snotty from before when I left. It's like, oh, come on, Frank. Um, but that guy, I mean, I'm gone four days and he's just crawling all over the place. Um, which is Lucy's. nice. Like, it's like, okay, now you're not just screaming at me because you can't reach your toy. <laughs> the wife and I were having a conversation about just like how, how short the time is that they are kind of just like helpless though. And then once they're not, oh my goodness gracious, they're all over the place. It happens it's very quick. Very, very, very quickly. And now Duke is giving me full breakdowns of everything that's happened and happening and what's going to oh. happen. You know, like, he okay. ate ice cream cake while he was gone. I was like, ice cream cake? And he's like, yeah, it was really good, Dad. I'm like, uh, yeah, you're damn right it was. And, oh, no, I think uh, I think there's a, there's a bird or a squirrel or something with a nest that I'm seeing. Oh, no, that's not good. And this is all that what Duke is telling you? No, I can't. This is – I'm seeing the critter – by my roof, messing with stuff now. That's not good. Wow, he is very detailed at that age. <laughs> he uh, he also told me, he's like, yeah, I'm going to go to the lake on, and go fishing with Papa, but Frank's going to stay home because he's too little to go fishing. It's like, oh, oh really? Man, that's cute. <laughs> I will say, I hate the heat of summer. I bring it up frequently on the show, but uh, Lucy had like a, a slight little cough and she's got like a little runny nose. She may have a cold, but she's acting totally and completely fine. But it does just make me appreciate that in the summer, this is like the first time in the summer that we've noticed a little cough on her where in the winter, it's just like the whole every, time. every other, yeah. <laughs> every other yeah. week. It's like, what's wrong with her? Okay. We got over that three days pass. Oh, guess what? Now it's, now it's another thing. Uh, and that's, that's winters in Louisville with kids. Another texter on the Thornton's text line says, TJ, how closely will this golf vest resemble the one that Trevor duped you in with the photo? That's a great reference. I'm not, I, I'm not, don't have the text line pulled up to see if you're a recognizable number or not, but uh, you've got to be a longtime Big X listener, somebody on the inside to remember that bad boy. Uh, but one of my first days of Big X, Trevor was like, yeah, we get everybody wear this goofy little vest. Uh, it, it was a sports coat. It was yeah, it was a sports coat. He's like, everybody wears this. It's 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 good luck. And then he's like, we'll get you in a picture in it. And I put it on. And it was just entirely too big. But he took the picture and he's like, yeah, I was just messing with you. Nobody ever has worn that sports coat that I've known. But then I think he actually got Mike to put it on too. 
So now it actually has <laughs> now it's actually turned into a little to a little tradition there. But it was a not a good looking sports coat. I think this golf vest will be much much more stylish. Speaking of styles, a texter asked, "What is Gil's favorite color?" Scoots. Ooh, um, I would say probably blue. Although he's a big fan of money, so maybe green. Whoa. Scoots, do you have any comment on legendary singer Tony Bennett passing away at the age of 96? Uh, rest in peace. Okay. Uh, That's all I have good to say. Comment. Is, 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 that a, is it a big one? That's a big one. Is that a- yeah, it is a pretty big one. Who did I initially say that about? I don't know, but it was bad. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it was really bad. Uh, hey, there is some football recruiting news, though. The Smith Twins, that are originally from Somerset, they transferred to Connecticut, four-star defensive end and outside linebacker, committed to Michigan, but they're coming home. And I don't mean shaving their heads. Uh, they're they're enrolled at Corbin. So I thought that the book might be shut on that recruitment, but if they're playing high school football in Kentucky, never say never. All right. Well, so, yeah. you keep us you keep us updated. It was Bill Russell. Oh, that was a big one. <laughs> oh, and that was on so July thirty first, almost a year to the day. Literally a big one. I just did a Twitter search of Scoots and the word sheesh, and it's a it's a fun it's a fun trip down memory lane. <laughs> Do I have a lot of them? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't tweet a lot, so right. you don't have a ton, but like. You do, but you do have a lot. <laughs> Hard to pull the upset when you're all loosey goosey with the ball. Sheesh. <laughs> I knew this would be a tough game, but sheesh, Hoosiers. Tonight in Kentucky, Anna might be the most humidity I've ever felt in my life. Sheesh. Walked outside of <laughs> feeling like the Amazon rainforest. <laughs> Got to find a new word. <laughs> uh, on March 14th, 2011, it's only Monday. Sheesh. <laughs> You could probably do the same thing with yikes. There's probably several of them, too. Truthfully, I mean, I, I have a, a significantly more tweets than you do, Scoots. You could do it with me as well. Oh, We're yeah. just having fun, For sure. I love your Twitter page. It's truly one of my favorites. <laughs> uh, a texter says, uh, so Gil's favorite color is green or what was it, blue? I would say blue, yeah. Okay. John here. Good morning, everyone. It's Friday. TGIF. By gosh, do I hear some fantasy football talk this morning? I know this is more commercial <laughs> radio. KRC does not really talk fantasy football that often. I love fantasy football. I'm coming off the winning in the championship last season. I'm ready to go. On a side note, have you all heard the Carly Russell story on, on the news? That is possibly this individual may have been making up a story about being abducted. Well, I hope you all have a fun weekend. We'll got to go talk to you later. Just the headlines, John. I haven't really dove into it just yet, but may get into it. And we'll talk more fantasy football this summer. I mean, obviously, once UK football season starts, we're not going to go weekly into fantasy, but we do fantasy talk here and there. There was um, the the Carly Russell thing isn't as weird as the one where they, they like faked that her kid got stolen, and it was like five or six years that he was quote-unquote missing. And no... His, his mom just they they made up a ruse and she made money off the GoFundMe to help find him. Yeah, it was in Houston, Texas, I believe, some one of those Texas places. Uh, 
Another texture says, I need a top five movie list for Scooter. Never in my life did I think I would hear a grown man defend a computer-generated live-action Lion King movie. <laughs> so I Yeah, we're, that, that sounds like a great like Tuesday or Wednesday show next yes. week. It's Scoot's top five list. Yeah, I couldn't come up with a top five right now, but I can tell you definitively Ted is in the top five. Love Ted. Oh, my God. My goodness gracious. Yeah. Take it for what it's worth. It- so Ted, Lion King, we need three more. No, I don't think Lion King would make the cut of top five, but it is the it's number one Disney movie for sure. Well, we need another movie before another movie or two before the end of the show. So think about it. Okay. A texture says, "Who do we think the UK staffer is that told Rutherford that Reeves didn't want to play for Cal?" That's been an ongoing controversy on the Rutherford show. There's a UK texter that texts into his show. I guess Rutherford said that he heard from a journalist and somebody that works at UK that Reeves didn't want to play for Calipari. To which point I'd say, like, that's I don't think that's true. I, I don't think that it was anything against Calipari. I think Reeves didn't want I, – I think he had some concerns about playing with the guards, and that's all that it was. And I think also you throw a nil, so not all that it was. You mix those two things together. I think he wanted to weigh some options, but ended up not being able to because of his classes. And I, I don't I don't know. Uh, I don't know who Rutherford would be talking to. There's a lot of people sure. that work at UK. But I like this idea that like Reeves was miserably forced back to UK. He he looked pretty happy in Canada. Him and Justin Edwards uh, slinging the towels at one another. That they, they look like they're having a good time. I think he'll be okay. A texture says the suggestion by Roush that JT Thomas get with a slump buster is the content I'm here for. Uh, Roush did suggest that. I do think he's either married or at least engaged. All right, Roush, or uh, Scooch, we need two more movies. Um, I'm going to go with Office Space, definitely in my top five. And then I can't really think of a definitive top five, but one that's right there on the fringe, if not in the top five, would be 50 First Dates as well. Okay, so we got Ted, 50 First Dates, and Office Space. And we'll yeah. have to just, we'll be thinking about no, the other two. not see Office Space coming. I love Office Space. Lo- that may be my favorite movie of all time. I mean, 50 First Dates being in your top five is a pretty wild take. But you know what? <laughs> Everybody's going to be thinking about the other two movies all weekend. That's a weekend teaser that you're going to want to come back Monday, find out the rest of Scoot's list. Everybody have a good weekend. Be safe. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Bro. best producer in all radio. Come. That's the way it is. Come on. That's just the way it is. Things will never be the same That's just the way it is